What's going on everybody? This is Tanner from TamManBaseballFan.com and uh, we're doing something a little bit different here. Um, instead of you listening to me alone drawn, drone on for like half hour, I've actually brought somebody else in uh, for this madness and his name is Richard. You want to say hi Richard? Hey guys, how's it going? So, um, you might not know exactly who he is uh, just by his first name, so I'll kind of... Uh, uh, have a little bit of an intro for uh, for you here for all the listeners. So, uh, Richard is the proud owner of the Boggs Tavern. So he's also a Wade Boggs super collector, and would it be fair to say super fan? Also, I, th I think I think that's pr pretty fair to say, right? Oh yeah, for sure. I started off as a fan, and then I finally got into the uh, the collecting many years later. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So um, I'm going to set the table for everybody that's listening. Um, this is my first interview that I'm doing. Uh, Richard is like the perfect guy uh, to start off with because he is super interesting, especially what he's doing. Um, and uh, as I told him offline, I apologize, just like my other uh, podcast, there's going to be some uh, awkward silence, uh, fumbling of words, just like I always do. Um, what I'm doing right now is I'm just walking uh, in my neighborhood and talking. That's why I'm a loud breath also. Uh, so, Richard, tell me, uh, describe to me and everybody else where you're at right now. Like, are you sitting down in the Box Tavern, or what are you doing? I am uh, currently pacing around the Box Tavern right now, uh, drinking some uh, fine Jefferson bourbon right now. Okay, <laughs> excellent, excellent. And uh, no cigars? Say it again? No cigars? No cigars. I don't smoke in the house. Okay. In fact, I don't smoke at all. Yeah, but I... <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah, the, wife, the wife would kill me. Yeah, the wife would kill me. <laughs> Fair enough. You know what's funny is like when I was a teenager, I don't know, like we never smoked like cigarettes or anything like that. Never smoked weed, right. never did any of that. Uh, but same here, same here. me and uh, me and my buddies, like we took the cigars for a while. <laughs> kind, of, <laughs> kind of strange, right? Like for some 18, 19 year olds to be smoking cigars. But uh, yeah, that was just our thing. We just... Uh, grab a cigar in Mountain Dew and just walk around talking and stuff is a, I don't know, I feel like we thought that we were like 90 or something, I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, that's what we did too, me and my buddies, you know, Swish Sweets, uh, were my faves, and yeah, you're right, we just, you know, we'd go to the park, sit around, chill, talk about some, uh, mostly baseball and girls, and uh, yeah, we thought we were cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I gotta ask you, so, so growing up, did you ever uh, wrap anybody's house or anything like that? I, yeah, I, I may have. I can't think of anything in particular, but, but I'm sure that I did. <laughs> that was like our national pastime. I mean, I don't know what it was. Like, I would uh, I would borrow my folks' car, and uh, my mom was always like, we always knew what you were up to because we saw the receipts and all the leftover rolls in the in the trunk and everything, everything from the night before. So, <laughs> was, uh, I guess we, we had a fun time. You know, just, uh, you know, as troublemakers we are, the, the cigars and Mountain Dew and, you know, wrapping people's houses. So, <laughs> <laughs> So, anyways. Deadly mix down there. Deadly mix. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, okay, so let's get back on track, or I guess I can uh, I can talk to you for hours about um, pretty much anything I have a feeling. But um, uh, So tell me, first of all, how did you get started into uh, being a, a super fan of Wade Boggs? Uh, yeah, so it started uh, actually Christmas morning, uh, 1985. <laughs> I know exactly when. So uh, I opened up a gift, I believe... Uh, my parents, I, I don't want to say Santa Claus because I was 10. Like, I want to say that I didn't believe in Santa. Most kids are listening right now. But uh, yeah, so I, I, it was, I still had the original box. It was a box uh, 
that on the, on the cover of uh, a baseball card collecting starter kit. And in this box were 200 cards. And I hear four unopened packs. And one of the packs was an 83 Donruss. And I, I couldn't just keep it on, you know, closed. I had to open it up. So I opened it, and right on top was, you know, Wade Box. Now, I kind of knew who he was. Uh, this was 85, so I was I just started collecting cards maybe two years prior, so I was aware of Beckett. And uh, at the time, I think this card was like a $10 card. There I am, 10 years old, holding a card in my hand that, you know, valued $10. That's, a, you know, a lot of money. It was one of the hottest rookies at that time. Kind of knew who he was, like I said. I did play Little League Baseball. I played third base. I saw he was a third baseman. Started checking his numbers. Man, he was really good, you know. So uh, it was from that point forward, I was like, I'm going to start collecting this guy. So uh, living in the south suburbs of uh, Chicago every year, the uh, Red Sox would come and visit. My dad would get us tickets, third base side, and uh, down by the field, just so I could watch Wade Boggs, and that's kind of how it uh, went from there. Okay. Okay. So, 1985 is kind of the the genesis of your story. Um, so, oh, yeah. yep. and, and you're 10 years old at that point. So, did you just kind of go strong like all the way through, or was there like a, you know, the the typical high school break that most of us have experienced, or what? <laughs> no, actually, uh, I always through high school, uh, I was pretty much still collected weight. There was a card shop uh, in our little town uh, called Mark's Baseball Cards and Comic Books, and uh, Mark was a young, about a kid, actually about our age. It was a family-owned store, but he was always there on the weekends. That was the only time I could get to the store. And uh, he knew I liked Wade Boggs. He'd always pull off some Wade Boggs to the side for me. So uh, I collected I collected pretty, uh, pretty heavily all the way through high school. I actually didn't have my dryout spell, I think, until I entered uh, graduate school in 2003. For about three years there, I didn't really collect anything just because of, uh, you know, funds and that thing in school taking priority. So I did have about a three-year spell where I basically collected nothing, um, which is, I always like to tell my buddy John, uh, who you know, uh, John Reichard, uh, that was when he jumped in and got all the cards from 04, 05, and 06 when Wade had a zillion cards come out, and I got none of them. He's got oh, them all. So, <laughs> yikes. <laughs> so, I know, right? So uh, ever since then, uh, as a matter of fact, it's a good story about how I met John. Maybe we can get to that. But uh, yeah, ever since then, I've been trying to uh, chase his uh, chase his tail to catch up to him. But it, his his collection, if we if we get a chance to talk about, it, is phenomenal. Um, but uh, yeah, so yeah, I had my little lull during graduate school, and uh, but I've been making up for it ever since. Okay, yeah. And uh, speaking of John, um, I, I don't really know that I knew who he was up until, uh, I mean, maybe I did, maybe three different usernames and stuff. I'm absolutely terrible with names. Um, but I do remember, uh, not too terribly long ago, you sent me a video that you and John, I think your, your kiddo, uh, was in the Boggs Tavern looking at, uh, watching some breaks. And, uh, I think you, you saw a, uh, Jose Canseco being pulled. And, uh, I think you showed yeah, yeah. you and John and, you know, that video to me where uh, somebody's polling it. And uh, it was so funny because that same card was, uh, it was like numbered out two. And uh, so I had actually, it was one of two, I think that you showed me. And ironically enough, like that same day, I had actually just secured the two of two, um, which is oh, so nice. funny. But, um, but yeah, like I still love that <laughs> card, but, uh, but yeah, so John, John tweeted me, um, recently saying that uh you know he, he wouldn't mind being on so i think we definitely got to get him on here uh 
at some point down the road because it sounds like he's got some great stuff and some great stories. But oh, um, he's he's got a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff. Uh, he um he asked me to be uh, to stand up in, in his wedding uh, last year, so I was one of his uh, groomsmen. Oh, cool! And uh, I got to, yeah, I got to come out last year. I drove all the way from Chicago all the way up to uh, Stellens Grove, Pennsylvania. Couldn't find that on a map, but I found it. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, and he had just and he was and he, as he told me. Uh, he was frantically trying to get his box room ready for me to come. Uh, basically, I had the, uh, I, I, w- I was going to say, I was the first person to, to check it out, but now obviously his wife was the first, and he had a couple family members. But um, yeah, he, made a big, he made a big deal about it. I came into his house, took me upstairs at the end of the hall where, the box, where his box room was, and uh, when he opened that thing up, man, it was just like, you know, if there wasn't a cherubim on a, on a harp or something like that, that's kind of like what it should have been. Like, the, oh. Wow. <laughs> his room it, his room was phenomenal, man. I, I'm going to give him a prop. Now, he'll say that his room was nothing like mine, but he, he's got he's got one heck of a collection. So yeah, he's a and he's a good dude. So, so does he have pictures of his uh, of his stuff online or anything? Because I don't think I've ever seen it before. Yeah, he, oh no, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he posted uh, in some of the Facebook baseball uh, card uh, forums as well as if uh, are you on? Uh, he and I uh, we co-admin a. Uh, Facebook Wade Box Super Collector Space. I'm, are you on that? I'm what? not sure if you are or not. Dude. Oh, you didn't? Yeah, you didn't know that? I what the you heck, man? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll check it out after this for sure. I had no idea about that. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, basically, it's just titled Wade Box Super Collector Space. You just you know, put that in, you'll find us. And uh, yeah, he's got pictures of his uh, of his room on there as well. And it's, uh, it's, pretty, uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty cool. No, you know, it's kind of... Man, I, I've always had a problem myself with uh, figuring out how to uh, properly display things. Um, when it comes to uh, having people over to see my stuff, like, first of all, I know literally nobody that, you know, gives a rip at all about baseball you know, or baseball cards um, in real life. You know, so like my sure. online life and everybody, you know, online that, that kind of choose to, you know, fill in my circle, so to speak. Uh, with their baseball guys, they they love cards and and everything goes with it. But uh, all my friends in in real life and family, no, I, I'm I'm the baseball guy. So um, I've always wanted to uh, at some point have some people over just to kind of show them what's uh, what I have that would actually appreciate what I'm doing. Um, problem, mm-hmm. problem is, is I've never been able to uh, uh, set up anything to to look actually good for somebody to come over <laughs> it's it's like a mess it's like i mean you know i all i do is i i work i write i create art pieces it's always a mess in there so it doesn't you know doesn't really matter but anyway so uh so going back to uh to bogs of course um i one thing that i'm really curious uh to hear about from you is uh you've uh, you had you hit that little bit of a lull with your with your collection um in college did you say yeah, graduate school. Yeah. Okay, graduate school. So, uh, so where on the Richard timeline does your wife come into play here? Uh, yeah. So Colleen came in. We started dating uh, maybe 2000, 2010. Got married in two thousand fourteen. Uh, she's known in the collection all along. So when we got married and we went house shopping, uh, we found this house that we're currently in right now. About a year after we got married. Moved in, well, a little less than a year. Moved in, basement, uh, you know, uh, finished out bar. And I basically told her, I said, babe, this is, this is my area. And uh, we're, this is the box tavern. I'm like, yeah, 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 go ahead and do what you want to do. 
Uh, I, I, I really think she had no idea that this was what I was going to turn into. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you? Did you have an idea at first? I kind of had an idea because um, I knew how much stuff I had. I kind of had in my head uh, a vision of what I wanted to have. Basically, now see, there are, and I'm sure as you know, Tanner, there are different type of collectors. There are collectors who can put out a collection and uh, and and put out a you know a minimal amount, and it looks it looks beautiful. You know, spaces in between the, the items that are up in the wall, and then there's guys like me. That will look for every cubic inch of wall that there's a space. I want to fill it, you know. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. That's, that's, what, that's what I like. Now, people come down here, like my mother. She won't come down here. She just walks her phone. She goes. She goes. Nope. I'm not going down there. <laughs> oh my I gosh. Like, I feel like I feel like everything's caving in on me, you know. And uh, but then I've had some. I've had uh, some people come over who have checked it out, and they come down there and just like, this, and this is awesome. Like everywhere you look, it's just like eye candy everywhere. So that's kind of the effect I always wanted to go go for. Um, yeah. And the reality is, is, is you've seen pictures of the uh, and the videos of the the basement down there. Oh yeah. I actually have stuff that I still can't. I still can't. I got stuff that I can't even put out yet. So oh. um, I actually need a bigger basement. But <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, awesome. It's, it's crazy, dude. It, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. <laughs> so so here's kind of what I found. It's been my experience that if you're laser focused on something and if you're genuinely like a good guy um, that people are going to want to help you out and uh, I think it'll look a lot different if you're just kind of a jerk or you know trying to show up everybody and all that but um, you know that's totally not you you're such a good guy and just uh, personable and always positive I'm really uh, appreciated that yeah it's a so, you know, and, and when you have those type of people, they're, they're, you know, you're going to attract others to you, of course, for sure. So you have this big thing. And it's kind of, kind of strange because I've had to work through my own emotions. Um, when, uh, uh, with my own Consego collection, when I, when I had the whole super collection deal and I started thinking, do I want to do like a big room? And this is before I even knew about you. I was thinking, you know, do I want to um, display everything? And cause it was just getting kind of. I don't know. Well, first of all, my office is like very small compared to the Boggs Tavern. Uh, but mm-hmm. even still, and it didn't matter, man. Like I could have, if I didn't put any thought into it whatsoever, um, there would be Conseco stuff coming out of my ears in the office. And, and I remember Holly, my wife, uh, coming in every now and then and being like, oh, hey, babe, this looks kind of kind of nutty kind of odd you know <laughs> i'm like oh I, I look around i was like what are you talking about and i look i go oh crap she's right there's like jose's socks over here on the on the dresser and you know uh, some shower sandals uh, sh- shower shoes i know that you've got some bogs ones um you know so it looked kind of weird and so i was like yeah that, i don't want to look stalkerish you know like I don't want somebody to come in and be like, dude, that guy's a freak. Like he's, he's got a problem. And, but then I see right, yours and the way it's done and it's done properly. And like, I've shown so many stinking people out there, your, uh, your video of, of the box tavern. I'm like, man, it is so cool. Like, I love it. There's like, and it, it's funny because it never comes into my mind personally, um, that you're a stalker or, you know, obsessed, crazy person or whatever. And surely, you know, you do have a little crazy in you because if you didn't, then you wouldn't do it. But, oh, you, you gotta be, 
Yeah, yeah. Everybody, I mean, everybody's got a little bit of a crazy in them when they're super collectors, right? But, um, but I remember showing it to some other people as well, and all across the board, I think everybody had nothing but, but admiration for what you've done. Um, so, which is really cool, you know. Um, but let me ask you. I, I want to hear. I'm super happy. And I think you found the holy grail in your life. If that doesn't mind this, but let's. Uh, that's kind of boring, you know. Yay, yay, Richard. Your your uh, heads and tails above everybody else <laughs> as far as collecting goes. Your wife's on board, but we don't want to hear about that. We want to hear about the others. So tell us about some fun stories that you might have of people that think that you're a stalker or something. Oh, all my uh, all my coworkers who are my, you know uh, friends, friends with me on Facebook, because you know, because you and I are friends on Facebook as well. Uh, yeah, I post periodically videos of my uh, you know tavern, uh, pictures of it. Um, yeah, it's almost a daily joke. My friends, uh, they'll say, well, "How's Wade doing? Uh, you got him uh, tied up down there in your basement, kind of thing." <laughs> you know, and, I'm, and I'm like, "No, I know how it looks. I'm just I'm just a fan." I got no, uh, I'm not a stalker or nothing like that. It's just, uh, this is a part of me that started when I was an 11 year old kid. Uh, I admired the guy. He played the game great, played it well. I played third base. I know how hard that position is. Um, this is my, uh, you know, cause there's some other things I could do with my extra money. And you know, this, at least this is like a, something I can look at. Um, it's, um, yeah, I work hard and I just want to enjoy what I enjoy. This is what I enjoy. I, I, I can't really explain it. Yeah, some people have said, "Do you're you're a stalker?" And uh, <laughs> all right, if you want to think about that about me, I know I know that I'm not. But if you want to say, if you want to think that I am, so be it. I try not to portray that because that's not what I am. But uh, you know, it's funny. Um, if I ever get, if I'm fortunate enough that I can actually get, you know, Mr. Boggs down here, one of the first questions I am going to ask him is, "Okay, wait, please tell me when you first saw my collection. What you think? Do you think I was some kind of weird, crazy dude, or be like that's pretty cool?" You know. I'm probably sure he's gonna say, "No, I thought you were a crazy dude." <laughs> <laughs> How funny! Yeah, well, you know, you kind of jumped ahead because uh, that was one of my questions was going to be, uh, you know, what what's the end goal for you? I think that's uh, the main goal for you. Uh, like a happy ending, so to speak, would be to have uh, Wade over to the Bog Tavern though and have a beer with him, right? Well, actually, so my my goals they they seem to uh, they they change because. When I my first initial goal was okay, I want to get the house, and I want to just set up just a, an area that's that's my own that I can just come down, decompress after say a long day at work, or if I just want to get in the mood of you know um, get involved with baseball, put on a Cubs game on you know the TV, and then just be with in, in an ambiance that just screams baseball. That, that was my only initial goal. Then when the collection you know it got some notoriety, um, especially when I met John started posting things on social media and people were like contacting me like, dude, that's a great collection. Uh, you know, and it, it was just alluded to earlier about the collecting community being, you know, such good guys and women too. But I've had a lot of guys be like, Hey man, I got some box stuff you want. I'll just send it to you. It, it should, it belongs in the box tavern. I, I, I don't want it. You can have it. I've had so many people send me stuff. So, um, so then kind of the, my aim was, okay, I kind of just notoriety. I don't, I don't want to get, you know, I don't want people knocking down my door, you know, coming in and wanting to see the stuff in person. But, hey, keep my privacy. But uh, when I started uh, Twitter and putting out my bog stuff, when he – okay, so it's kind of funny. I was working a busy shift in the ER, and uh, I got a – I heard my, my phone chime. I knew it was a text or some kind of alert, and I just ignored it. I was like, it's probably my wife. 
or something, you know. I ignored it, went on, kept working, kept working. And then finally, about maybe an hour later or so, I looked down and going through all my alerts, and it said, uh, I'll never forget, it was a Twitter, and it said, Wade Boggs is now following you. Oh. And I, just, I stopped. I, I, and I just, I just stopped. I was like, I had to read this thing three times. Like, what? <laughs> I was like, nah. I was like, nah, this can't be. So, you know, I opened up my phone. I went to Twitter. I went to his account, and sure enough, right next to the thing says, follows you. And I mean, dude, I was like, yeah. Oh, Let's see, I'm 45 now. So I was like 40, and I mean, I'm like in the my little uh, dictation room, and I'm like showing all my friends, like, dude, Wade Boggs follows me. That's awesome. <laughs> and of course, they're all like, who? <laughs> you know? So yeah, it was pretty cool. So, so for that point, uh, now that I, since I got his uh, kind of recognition, I was like, oh, I wonder if I can, you know? Uh, so I just kept putting out more stuff, and he kept, you know, liking stuff, and then finally responded to a few of my tweets, and um, <laughs> it was that was cool. So. So you ask, what is my ultimate goal? Yeah, now my ultimate goal is to actually have him come down here, sit, at the, sit here at the bar. I'll pop open a Miller Lite or whatever you want. It's just, I just want to talk. You know, just talk a little bit of his time, you know, um, just chill. And then that, I think I could be, I could just say, all right, I've hit the zenith of super collectum, and I don't think I can go any higher than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. So what do you do at that point? So you... You're uh, so so. Let's let's kind of paint a picture here. So we've got Wade down the Boggs Tavern. You've been there for a couple hours. Um, he's talking to you about uh, you know how he was uh, you know part of the Red Sox and the Yankees, uh, then the Devil mm-hmm. Rays, mm-hmm. and all that. And so you uh, you wrap up, you shake his hand, or you give him a hug or something. Thanks so much, Mister Boggs. And uh, yep, yep, yep. right back at you, kid, and has a glimmer in his yeah. eye, winks at you, does a little little finger gun thing, and then walks right. out. So, right, yeah. So yeah. what happens then? Well, first I want to know how he's going to carry me up them stairs. I'm 260 pounds on his back because I'm, I'm not going to let him go, you know? <laughs> <laughs> <Are> you right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, I guess, you know, after uh, you know, I walk out the house and I close the front door and I turn around and I guess I just go out here in the basement and I start packing everything up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I won. That's it. Game over. <laughs> I'm like, all right, that's it. I guess, um, I guess I'm done, you know. I don't uh, think I thought, so. I think I you got to keep everything there no, just like it is. Yeah. Oh, no. I will. I will. You know, it's funny, Tanner. My uh, my son, he's 12 now. He just got into baseball about, about three years ago. Uh, and he was about nine, and I thought to myself, oh, my son's never getting into baseball. And all of a sudden, he came up to me and his, uh, his mom, and he goes, I want to play baseball. Oh. Like, oh, this is awesome. You know, I just I thought I didn't think he was all about soccer. I'm like, oh, that's okay. I can, I, I can support soccer. But when he said that he wanted to try out baseball, I was like, yes. And so uh, it's so funny. When he comes down here, because, I mean, I, so I am divorced and remarried. So my two oldest are from my previous marriage. But Colton has gotten – he is so into baseball – I mean, I actually love it when he's here because he'll come down here. He looks around. He asks questions. He's always um, – uh, he wants to know everything about baseball, especially, like, you know, Wade Boggs and that kind of thing. So it has uh, – it for him and I, I mean, down here, this is like him. This is like where he and I, we just bond. So uh, I'm always going to keep it like this, you know, so, yeah. That's awesome. And uh, so I would like yeah. to uh, – because this is kind of like an, an audible experience for everybody out there that's listening um, – I'd like for you to try to describe what somebody's going to see uh, the first time they walked into your uh, into the Boggs Tavern. What what would they see? Uh, so uh, yeah, so I open up the door. The first thing they're going to see are posters on the back of the door. It opens up, and then when they look down the stairwell, it's basically just ceiling and both sides of the walls just cluttered with pictures. 
pictures, jerseys, cards. Uh, when they look to the right, they'll see a, a pair of uh, Yankees shower shoes, and they're going to be like, what are those? Yes. I'm like, hey, man, those are, sho- those are, those are shower shoes. <laughs> and then I usually get uh, like a, a look like, are you for real? And I'm like, yeah, I'm for real. I said, these are just the Yankees ones. I got the Red, I got the Red Sox downstairs. <laughs> okay, so, so I'm going to stop you right there, okay? So sure, sure, the yeah. shower shoes, um, I have a special place in my heart for these as well because they're, I think as a super collector, there's some things that you almost might feel uh, like you have to be apologetic for uh, to some people. So for me, it was the Kinseiko shower shoes. And what I mm-hmm. did mm-hmm. was I bought them off of somebody off eBay and uh, I got them in. I was like, oh my gosh, this is hilarious. And it's kind, it kind of a thing where I almost wanted to use it as as riding fodder like okay so this is this is like the crazy pickup of 2016 or 17 or whatever it was right so um here they are they're signed and i think they, they were signed as gamers or something and uh you know it's like oh isn't this hilarious this is awesome i posted online half the people thought they were like the coolest thing ever and the other half were like dude that's gross that's nasty uh, exactly yep. and so my yep. wife you know holly comes in she's like babe what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> what on earth are you doing? And hey, I'm gonna let the, I'm gonna let you in on a little secret also. Um, just between you and me here, don't tell anybody else. Um, All right, no problem. Part of my uh, wardrobe here, I've got some workout shorts that were actually Jose Canseco's. I wear them, <laughs> and it's not because it's like a weird thing. Uh, it's literally because they're more comfortable than any other shorts that I have. And, uh, at some point I'll probably cut them up and make cards out of them, but, uh, don't tell anybody that it's kind of, kind of a strange thing. No, and, and I don't think it's weird at all. It's okay. Weird at all. Okay. So, so you're so totally normal. Yeah. yeah. You're like, Oh, listen, I got to go down. Um, this guy's crazy. Um, okay. So, so now we're, we're, we're back to the shower shoes. So, uh, so you have the Yankees and the Red Sox. So keep going. So you make it down to the end of the or the uh, the bottom of the staircase, and uh, you're going to see probably my favorite piece, which is the three foot bobblehead. Um, I bought this on eBay a few years back. When I saw it, I couldn't believe it because I knew they existed. There are only 26, from what I understand, in circulation. Uh, but yeah, it's a three foot bobblehead, oh. autographed by Wade uh, on the on the bat. And um, when I got when I got it, I did send a picture to uh, Wade just to verify. I basically just to kind of show up like, hey, I know you got one of these. Now I got one, too. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> and he looked at it, and um, he responded. He goes, yeah. He goes, that's, that's my signature on the bed, and that's the only one I've ever signed of the oh. And he, he, he told me also that he goes, I think that's the uh, the, the, the bobblehead that I signed that was once in the Bob Scudler Museum. That's the only one he says he remembers. I don't know if he donated to Bob Feller or somehow it got into the museum, but he goes, that's the one I signed, and it was, it was in Bob Feller's museum. I just bought it off with some guy on, uh, on eBay. Wow. But, uh, that, that was, um, yeah, that's my uh, that's probably my favorite piece. I just, I love it. You know, it's so unique. Uh, low number, 26, and the only one signed. So, um yeah, most people when they come down, they're like, dude, that's cool. That's really cool. <laughs> that's probably the piece that like whenever I think about the Boggs Tavern, I think and I'm trying to let me try to paint a picture for everybody here as, as much as I can. I'm, I'm almost kind of funny. I'm I'm walking outside and I'm kinda of closing my eyes here, so I hope I don't trip. But if you hear me uh you know, yell or something, that's why. But um what I'm what I'm remembering here is you open the door and the posters, like you said, just kind of like, you know, floor to ceiling kind of thing. 
but they're so well done. They're all framed, aren't they? Yes, they are. Yeah, they're framed. And it's just like it's like they're kind of perfect. And so, um, yeah, I remember the shower shoes, of course. But like the number one piece that I really remember is that bobblehead. Like it literally probably yep. comes up to your waist or a little higher, though, doesn't it? Uh, it does. Yeah. Wow, that's that's just an awesome piece. <laughs> okay. All right. So I'm sorry. Keep going. No, that's right. Because uh, it's actually as my daughters got bigger. I mean, you know, they when they learned how to stand, I would put them right next to it, take pictures. You know. Awesome. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, and I think I, I'm pretty sure of uh, both Karis and Marin. I, I did tweet uh, both their pictures and sent them to the waiter. I tweeted them out. I think he saw them. So hopefully, got a kick out of that. Okay. Uh, but yeah. So when you make it down to the bottom of the staircase, you'll see the bobblehead. I've got a curio cabinet with a. Um, game-used Boston hat, game-used Boston cleats, and then a couple pairs of uh, New York Yankees-used uh, cleats. Then when you turn right, you'll come down a couple steps, and then <clears throat> I got another display case. Basically, it's my uh, double-raised display case. The top shelf has a bunch of stuff, but the uh, centerpiece is a uh, Wade career hit number 2,988 autograph. Um, got this through my buddy uh, Scott with uh, Celeste Direct. Got that directly from Scott, who got it directly from Wade. Okay. That's one of my favorite pieces. He, uh, I, I, obviously, 2,988 is 12 away from the Magic 3000. I love that ball. Wow. Uh, yeah, the rest of the case is a double race game used hat and two two more pairs of cleats. I think I got nine or ten pairs of cleats overall. <laughs> wow. And then, uh, I know, right? And then, yeah, you walk into the room and it basically just opens up to uh, kablam. You know, everything just hits you in the face. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And so, uh, just, and I'll, I'll try to, if I can remember, I'm going to ask you to tell us this at the end as well, but I don't think it's a bad thing to ask you twice. So first of all, how can somebody find you online and, uh, you know, how can they see this video also, by the way? Yeah. So, uh, again, on Facebook, uh, John and I, we have a, a collector's page. It's called the uh, Wade Boggs uh, Super Collector's Page. Okay. So you can find us on Facebook, um, on Twitter. Uh, John and I also have a, a co-admin uh, Twitter page. He's going to kill me because I'm on the top of my head now. I can't remember what our Twitter handle is for that page. Um, I think it's Bogstan, at Bogstan. Okay. But my personal my personal Twitter is at Bogs328. 320 obviously being uh, Wade's uh, lifetime batting average. So I can, I, you know, you can find me on Twitter um, at Bogs328. And I'm also on Instagram at 1974RMD. Uh, Okay. Okay. And I'm going to ask you this yeah. stuff at the end also, if I remember, sure. um, cause yeah. I just want people to be able to get to you easily. So at the very least they can, um, they can at least ask you, uh, cause y'all, Hey, everybody listening out there, um, uh, run, do not walk to your, uh, to your computer and ask Richard where to find that video of the Boggs Tavern. And, uh, like, is there a way on YouTube that you can like search something for it to come up or, or, uh, what's the best way they can find it? Well, actually, yes, I do have a video of the tavern on my YouTube as well. It's uh, Chicken Man Fan. That's my uh, YouTube account name. And uh, I will actually, uh, just because as of today, I got a whole bunch of uh, new pictures, uh, pictures today in the mail. I was actually going to update the uh, video probably in the next week or so. So Excellent. I will be putting on a new, yeah. Dude, okay. I'll so, be putting on a new video soon. So, so now this reminds me, uh, you tweeted me a, a, a little short story. Um, that you wrote a few days ago. Um, I almost, and I forgot to ask you, I almost was going to be like, hey, 
Richard, why don't you uh, read that out to us? But um, but tell us uh, a little bit of uh, just kind of a summary of, of what it was and why you wrote it. Well, so it's not as, um, you know, uh, it, I was texting my buddy uh, John. Uh, he lives up in Toronto. He's a big Robbie Alomar, uh, Robbie Alomar collector. And uh, I was texting him. I'm like, yeah, uh, I've got some stuff coming in the mail today. I just got my eBay alert that uh, uh, they're coming, you know, they'll be in the mail. And I was out with my girls. Uh, we just got lunch. We came home. Uh, I did pass up the mailman. I'm like, hi, here he comes. He's coming to my house, you know. And I remember getting the girls out. Uh, I did hand my daughter the bag of portillos that we've gotten, you know, the uh, the hot dogs and the hamburger that, that we were about to eat. But I was like, ah, I'm just, you know, the mailman's come up. The, the next house over. Uh, waiting for these. I had a bunch of press photos that I was waiting on. I just bought frames. I want to get these things framed up on the wall. And, uh, yeah, sure enough, my mailman, his name's John, too. He, he pulls up. And I'm like, hey, John. He's like, hey, Rich, how you doing? I'm like, I'm good. And he hands me, you know, three pieces of junk mail. And I'm like, okay. And I just stood, and I just stood there. I'm like, all right. I, I'm waiting for him to kind of lean in the back of his car there or, you know, his little Jeep there. And then, because this is pretty much what happens every day. He knows I come out there. Honestly, try to you know, try to get there before the wife sees it <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> but, uh, and we, and we, and we, I, I know you want to talk about that, too, so we'll talk about that. But, uh, yeah, he, he didn't he didn't swivel to the left. And I'm like, uh, yeah, you got anything for me? He's like, no, that's it. Like, <laughs> I'm like, what? No. I'm, like, I'm, I'm like, are you sure? He's like, yeah. Uh, I'm like, ah, okay. I, I, I was. I got an eBay alert. I didn't say this. I was like, ah, I thought I was going to have something today. He goes, yeah, I thought so too. Because you pretty much, pretty much have something every day anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. So, yeah. So, you know, he, he did pull away. He went to my neighbor's house and he did stop short of the, uh, of my neighbor's uh, mailbox. And I thought for sure, okay, maybe he, you know, uh, didn't look in the right spot in his car and he was going to come out and, and be like, hey, I got this for you. I'm like, oh, yes. But no, he didn't do that. And so I was, texting my buddy John, and um, as I was telling him, I'm like, yeah, I'm a little disappointed. I didn't get anything today. And I just kept elaborating the story, and I just kind of like, yeah, I was like feeling disappointed and I uh, was a little upset, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I turned it into a short story. And then, honestly, as I'm type, as I'm, um, as I'm texting it to him, I, I actually did start thinking about you. I was like, oh, this is almost like a Tanner Jones story, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure, man, for sure. And the funny so, thing is yeah, – you know, is like you know so when i read it i know that you were you were hamming it up when you're writing but i was i was i was like i'm like i you know i'm like about it'll come tomorrow you know no big deal but yeah i was just trying to you know i will say this though <laughs> i will say this and i don't think you can deny it that there is some truth to this as well and so for everybody that's out there listening um the language that richard was using was and maybe maybe he is just only hamming it up and, I, and only I'm the person that, that feels this way, but like uh, he's like so the mailman gets here, my heart is pounding. I I toss my children off to the side and I I uh, break out into a sprint to the mailman and and you know wait in anticipation if the ye packages come yet, and he says no. Well, my heart sinks. Yeah. You know? So like for me, it's so funny because oh. all that like. You know, that literally could be a Tanner story because that literally is how I can feel sometimes. Like every single time a package uh, that doesn't come in when it's supposed to and, and something big, like my heart sinks. Like it's just, it's, and I don't know, you like, you know, it's going to be there the next day. It always does come there yeah. the next day. Right? Yeah, always does. Always does. Always yep. does. Always does. Um, yep. <laughs> now I will say this. Um, there are a few, and that's, a, that's actually another good question. And by the way, like I said, since this isn't a, a professional recorded whatever if you have to go for any reason let me know and i'll just kind of cut us off here hey i'm good it. i'm um, good yeah but uh anyway so 
So that's my next question. By the way, I want to tell everybody as well, um, for, for y'all that, that are like, just kind of like what me and Richard are and kind of live and die by the postman coming, um, <laughs> go to uh, usps.com and sign up for informed delivery because, um, it's really cool. Like you can actually log in and you can see pictures of packages coming to you. Um, so in other words, if you have, uh, you know, picked up something that's like really awesome, but they didn't give you the tracking number, you can actually log in and see if a package is coming to you from them without them even telling you. So, um, very handy. It's a very handy piece, but, um, so, so, and I would like, do you have informed delivery as well? I do not. No, I've never heard of it. So I'll look into that now. Dude, it is great. It's like, uh, like it's helped me so much. Um, you can see all the pieces of junk mail that come in. Um, you can see like the bills, the checks, the packages. And, uh, cause I've had this happen a number of times. Like I just picked up something that I'm like mega excited about today. Um, and I was wondering like, uh, cause the guy didn't give me the tracking number and I wasn't going to ask him cause like, I don't want to pester him. I just did a deal with this guy like last night at 11, 1130 or something like that. And like mega hyped about it. And so, uh, he didn't give me a tracking number, which is okay because he sleeps and you know, his first priority isn't to make sure Tanner gets his, uh, his mail on time or anything. I understand that. But, um, <laughs> but like, you know, I was able to log on to uh, USPS.com, look at informed delivery and see that actually is in the system and coming without, without having to bother the guy. Cause I, I don't, know, I feel like I told him like three times, I'm so pumped, man. Thanks for the deal. You know, and all that. So, <laughs> so that's really, really, really kind of a, kind of a fun deal. But, um, anyway, so, uh, now let me, let me kind of, uh, ask you another question that's kind of along in the same vein here. Um, cause we always say, Oh, it always comes tomorrow. Yeah. 99.9%. They always come in. Like one thing I remember mm-hmm. didn't come to me. So do you have any horror stories of things that actually didn't make it to you? No, uh, well, I mean, I've had some things not make me probably I can count the number of times on one hand. It's unfortunate. And also, fortunately, none of the uh, uh, packages that I, that I were waiting on that didn't get delivered were anything super mega rare or oddball or I was like dying. They were mostly just uh, a, you know, a random card, maybe a base card, maybe a, a, a numbered card. But no, I never, never gotten really. Uh, Nothing's been lost in the mail that I was like super. Either I spent a lot of money on, or I was just like really waiting to get and really felt that disappointment. So I've been fortunate that no, that, yeah, and no, that has not happened. I do know that um, that has happened to some collectors, and then I feel for them. The other thing I can think of is I've bought some. You know, over the years I've bought stuff uh, on eBay from a seller who then will contact me and say, "Oh, you know, I'm sorry." That shouldn't have been listed. Uh, it's not in my inventory, or I sold it last month and I forgot. Oh. And there were a couple of times where it, w- where it was something that I really, really wanted, and so that was uh, a disappointing. Uh, one of them was a um, what was it? I think I since then was I did find another one, but at the time I was pretty distraught. <laughs> yeah, it was some kind of it was some kind of odd. Well, I don't know if it was a newspaper uh, with him on the back cover or something like that, but yeah. You know, I, I paid for it, and, he, and all of a sudden I get this, like notice that I got refunded. I'm like, and I contacted the seller. I'm like, why are you refunding me? He's like, ah, I'm sorry. You know, I, I remember I sold it three months ago. I'm, and I'm like, well, why is it still on your eBay? You know, so. Uh, <laughs> but, to answer, but, yeah, but to answer your original question, no, I've not. Fortunately, knock on wood. Uh, no, I've not gotten um, uh, nothing like that's happened to me. That I you know that something didn't get delivered to me that I was really waiting on. 
Okay. Now I will. I'll tell you this. I was I was sweating the bobblehead because I spent. Well, I'm not gonna say how much I spent on it, but I spent a, a good dime on that, and I I sweated that. I'm like, oh man, if this well one if this gets damaged or if it doesn't get delivered or it gets stolen from my front you know my front porch, I'm gonna be livid. But that that uh, that that came through and I was okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I'm telling you, like I feel like there's so many times when, oh gosh, like. I, I feel like uh, every single time that, like I said before, if something comes or is supposed to come like in one day and it doesn't come until the next day, like it's terrifying to me. Like I remember, it is. Um, and I, well, also let me ask you this. So, so for, uh, do you ever ask for signature confirmation on big things or do you just kind of uh, uh, worry that they're not, that you're not going to be there when it comes for you to sign? Yeah. So, uh, no, I've never had anything where I've asked for signature confirmation, I just assume it's all going to go as planned. It's going to be delivered nicely, and I'll never have any problems. With, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, so the reason why I ask is, is like this literally happened um, the other day. So I picked up. Um, I was waiting on two like super excellent cards. So one was, I posted them both on eBay, or I'm sorry, not in eBay on uh, social media uh, to show off. It's a uh, 2019 Museum quad uh, quad patch one of one Astros card. It's got the Astros uh, uh, core four there. It's got Altuve, Bregman, Correa, and Springer. I saw that today. Yeah, I was, yeah. It, look, that's a beautiful card. I saw oh, today. Yeah. I, I love it, man. I love it. Thanks. Uh, uh, you should. The you other should. one, the other one is a uh, Canseco Superfractor. Um, and I saw that too. Yeah. I mean, it, both both of those dang cards make me melt. Now the problem here is. Uh, they didn't come uh, on Friday like they're supposed to, like I thought they were supposed to, rather. So I mean, no, you know, nothing bad on on the on the sellers. It was literally just I assumed that they would be here Friday. Nope, so, you know, so I come here Saturday. So that's all that's all well and good until Holly says, "Hey, let's go 45 minutes away and pick up some uh, jujitsu mats on Craigslist." And I'm like, "Well, crap." What if, uh, what if they put signature confirmation? Like, what happens then? Right. Those stay overnight right. at USPS, or what's going to happen? Yeah. So it happens like this every time to me, man. Like, I always just kind of uh, worry about this kind of thing, but it always seems to work out in the end, and you know, I'm very thankful for it. But uh, and also just kind of as a a little bit of a value adder um, on the end. One thing that I do, because uh, I don't know if you've ever run into this or not, but you you've probably I think you have. Like you, you buy something on eBay and it's a good deal, right? I mean, like a really good deal. And mm-hmm. uh, you're, you, I don't know, are, do you ever get worried when, you know, that somebody might poach it out from under you or anything? Oh, uh, oh yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, yeah like John. <laughs> <laughs> John. John would do that. No way. No, I, no, he, would, no he would not. He would do that. I How funny. John, if you're listening, you would do that, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm staring into the phone. No, uh, no so right. funny. Um, but like, so so I guess the, the first question I have for you is, has, do you get the feeling that that has ever happened to you before? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm sure that it has. I, I top of my head right now, I can't, uh, I can't think of any instance, but yeah, I'm sure I don't doubt that that's happened. Okay. Yeah. 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 One, one thing like that has happened to me a few times. I have, uh, it seems like it's, it's a good idea to follow up with the seller right after, you know, to let them know that, you know, you're an actual person with feelings that's excited about what they mm-hmm. purchased. Right. I think that helps. I think that goes a long way. Uh, as opposed to you have two people that the seller is, is interacting with one that just clicked to buy it now 
and the other one that's like, dude, I want that car and I'll pay triple for it, you know? <laughs> so it's, it's good to add the human element, in my opinion. I mean, it's a, it's a trashy move for somebody to try poach something, but it does happen. Um, so I think that will, that would help tremendously, but, um, anyway, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. but man, that's good. That's great that you haven't really had to deal with that, that you can think of anyways. Yeah. And that, that's just, uh, at least not in recent memory. I mean, I've been collecting them for so long. Um, I mean, do you remember when yahoo.com had an auctions page? That sounds familiar. I mean, they did. I mean, so, um, this was back in, um, hmm. well, I remember the time period because it was uh, 1998, 1999. I just left Chicago, went down to uh, University of Kentucky for, um, for undergrad. And, uh, I, you know, I, I was working there on campus at the hospital, going to school. And a little bit of money I was, was making at the hospital, I was basically putting right into Yahoo auctions and eBay. And uh, there was uh, there were some items on Yahoo that I remember, Yahoo had some problems. And I remember buying stuff and then getting ripped off. And so I, you know, I've been, it's, so it's been a long time since I've actually felt like, man, I, got, I just got, I just got ripped off, you know, where the seller <clears throat> took my money and I, I didn't get, you know, didn't get the product. And then they just, you know, absconded. I couldn't even get, you know, get in contact with them even by email. They just basically, yeah, I just got screwed. That happened maybe a handful of times, but, uh, fortunately, like I said, knock on wood, uh, nothing as of late, you know, Maybe partly, I'm wondering too if it's because of the, um, you know, Wade Boggs, great player, but uh, I'm not sure how many, how many people are out there to scam Wade Boggs stuff. You know what I'm saying? Right, <laughs> I get, it. I understand. <laughs> yeah. So, well, I got, I got a little bit of a, a story for you um, on my side, which I, I, I don't think I've ever talked about this before, because it's not really a big thing, but it's, it's probably my first interaction with eBay. Um, I, I think I was. Uh, Still living with my folks, probably 17 or 18 years old. Um, so this has got to be like late 90s, like 97, 98. And I remember hearing about this uh, this website, eBay, that's got like literally everything. I'm like, what? Well, hang on a second. And, and so at this point, I was out of collecting for, you know, three or four years, I think. And I go, huh, I wonder what they have of Jose Canseco. And so I type in Jose Canseco, that one fateful uh night you know for the first time ever in ebay you know and uh, i haven't yep. stopped ever since now but um <laughs> yeah slippery, slippery slope right there man <laughs> yeah exactly and interestingly enough you know that i i didn't even touch it after that next day for years but um but i remember finding some starting lineup uh Kinsekos. i go that's kind of cool huh and they're only like you know six or seven bucks okay, let's do this. So, you know, I probably didn't have six or seven bucks to my name at that point, but I was like, well, I can click buy it now. And, you know, wait, there's no like, huh, that's kind of cool. So I can, I can like, you know, hook myself up with this and, uh, you know, if it doesn't work out, then it doesn't work out. But so I remember clicking buy it now, like, you know, 17, 18 years old and I go, uh, okay. And then I just didn't come back to it. Like, I don't think I ever... I don't think I ever did anything with it at all. So I'm not sure like what that meant to, uh, to the seller. So if you're out there listening seller and I'm sorry, uh, <laughs> <you know? laughs> yeah, I know it was over 20 years ago, but, uh, but still like, like it, it, it's funny because now of course you always want to be as like careful as possible with the buyers and sellers. And, you know, you, you carry about, uh, about feedback and you know, how they're feeling and, and what you put the seller through and that sort of thing. But back then it was literally not a thought in my mind because I had never purchased anything online to begin with at all. 
like that was like my first time I didn't even go through with it so um you know it's kind of a crazy thing to think about though like back in the 90s like you could buy you know anything online like it's just, it's just so bizarre it's like really I don't have to drive out to KB toy store to pick these up you know <laughs> right strange but Stuff just magically shows up in my, no, my mailbox awesome yeah man <laughs> oh hey so I got a question for you here what about um sure. were, you, were you ever on like prodigy or america online or anything like that you know what when i read your book and you had mentioned prodigy i had never heard of it i was like what is he talking about so no i had never um i so no the answer is no i never even heard of prodigy prodigy I, to this day i still don't even know what it was or what it is so oh man it was it was like the precursor to the internet and we just like there are a bunch of people that are trading on there but um Anyway, well, so, yeah, I mean, I, when you, you, yeah, you mentioned in your book, so I got, I got the gist. I, no, I never heard of it. Where, where was I at that time? Now? How come I never heard of it? You know? <laughs> but, but you know, uh, also, you know, actually, something just popped into my head. Uh, not to cut you off there, but so when we, a little bit ago, when I was asking, or when I was telling you about like goals with the, uh, with my collection. Yes. Um, allow me, uh, allow me to, uh, not that you have an ego, but I'm going to placate your ego a little bit. So there was a point in time, this is even pre-Bogs recognition, that I wanted your recognition. Like, I, I remember, um, weird, uh, when I was uh, early on with Facebook and I was getting in on these uh, baseball Facebook uh, pages, and your name kept popping up. I'm like, who the hell is this Tanner Jones? You know? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean you, people were, you know, people were dropping your name, and I mean, I knew you were uh, associated with Conseco, and then when I saw more about you, you are all about, you know, Conseco, my auntie's got You've got a collection, holy cow! And I don't know if you remember or not, but slowly I was I started like posting some stuff in the, on these groups and then tagging your name. And I was like, man, I want the Tanner Jones dude to just know who I am because I'm like, I was looking up to you as like, man, this is the super collector I want to be. And uh, yeah, so I just thought about that. So I thought I'd just you know give you a little uh, give you a little uh, head pump there. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate that. I, I remember. I, I I remember you writing saying like. Uh, you know, uh, saying the things that you did, like I want to be the, uh, you know, the Tanner Jones of Wade Boggs collectors oh, or whatever. Yes, yes, and so, yes, <laughs> and so I remember seeing your stuff. I'm like, whoa, like as far as like man caves go, I, I don't know why I hate that term man cave, but you know, so I love the term Boggs Tavern. So as far as, uh, I guess you could say quote unquote collector taverns or whatever, uh, like I'm like, dude, Richard's is like way better than mine. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, uh, because like for me, like, yeah, I feel like I had the best, uh, uh, Conseco collection on the planet for, uh, for a while there. And, uh, um, that's, that's kind of how I felt. I mean, for me, at least, I mean, I'm not saying that, you know, nobody else was could touch it, but for me, like I wouldn't have traded my collection for anybody else's, but they're all in boxes. Like they're all in boxes mm -hmm. and they were like in my little cabinet section. So, you know, that way, if somebody did happen upon my office, they wouldn't think that I was like some weirdo guy, you know? <laughs> so, uh, but the funny thing was, was like, and again, kind of going back to what I was saying to you before, when I saw your, your, the Boggs Tavern at first, my first thought was not like this dude's a stalker. He's got problems. It was like just pure admiration. Like this is like, he's building something amazing here. So it's really cool. Now, you know, look, you put, you put you on uh that obsessed show or hoarders or whatever surely there's going to be people be people out there that don't get it and be like oh this guy's kind of weird right. yeah forever i get it and i know you do too um but you know uh, forget yep. them right you know <laughs> you're right <exactly>. so, <laughs> you're not doing it for them you're doing it for you so right. uh, and all the collectors you have the admiration of like you know thousands of collectors as well and fans um that look to you so um so you know to kind of go forward 
with this, I was going to ask you also. So, like, let's say you know, I'd imagine you're you're in that box tavern like every day, no doubt, right? Every every day. Okay. Yeah, even even when even when I don't have to be down here, I make my way down here just to stand and like, mm, that's cool. <laughs> Yeah, and so that's what I was going to ask you is like, um, for me, in my office, I've got like piles of cards. It's messy, and and, and at this point, it's kind of intentionally so. Uh, you know, that way I can actually kind of pick up a, a pile every now and then and kind of thumb through them and enjoy them. But so like, what are your go-to things? Like, say for the like the last couple of weeks, what have you found yourself gravitating toward in the Boggs Tavern that you just pick up and just admire and hold up to the light and go? Ah, you know, like that that old guy on Jurassic Park, you know, uh, where he holds up his cane and there's a, or whatever it was, you know, he has like that little mosquito or whatever in the in the little amber thing. Like what? Right, you, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like what's it for you? You know, the uh, grunts like me, the diggers, you know, and all. So, like, what is it for you? That's a, that's a really good question. Um, is there just one piece that I gravitate towards the most? Hmm. All right, so I'm standing in the middle of the camera, and I'm doing a 360 right now. I'm looking at everything. And it can be a handful of things. Like, you know, you could just keep sure, firing sure. things out. Sure, sure, yeah. Um, I do have a pair of, um, let's see, I'm looking at them right now, a uh, Boston uh, Batters Plus, heavily pine tarred. I can tell you must have worn these for multiple games. I do love that with the Franklin uh, batting gloves with his 2-6 uh, you know, inscribed there uh, in the uh, I don't know, I'm a thumb. I look at, the, I look at that a lot. Uh, definitely the, um, let me see here, uh, the 85, oh yeah, the 85 uh, home Boston game worn jersey autograph. I, I love that. Oh. That was one of my biggest, that was one of my biggest bucket lists. I wanted to get a, uh, a Boston jersey. I'd already had a Devil Rays uh, game worn jersey from the 99 season. So that was one of my earliest, earlier bucket lists. Items and then I got the Boston Red Sox one, and then obviously the bobblehead. I won't forget that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, pretty much just taking it all in. You know, I just I come down here, I find my piece. Uh, you know, my wusa, whatever you want to say. You know, and uh, <laughs> yeah, and of course I like looking at my stack of uh, 683 tops so rookie rookie cards too. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, so back the truck up for a second here. You said you said how many 1983 tops Boggs cards? Well, technically 590. I'm 10 away from 600, but I'll get them. Oh, dude. So hey, you know I've got an idea. Like I thought about this before. Like there's a, I'd assume like 1983 has 792 cards in the set. Does that sound about right? The uh, the thing I always thought would be cool was I don't know did they have like a uh, like those cool graphics on like a factory set of A three tops back then Do you know? No, I don't. Uh, they, no, I want to say it's plain generic like white box with uh, you know the nineteen eighty three tops on or something. I don't think didn't those start like in the, maybe like the eighty six tops? I don't even think eighty five tops had a picture box or something. You know? I think. I yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Well, the uh, yeah. so the reason why I'm, why I'm bringing this up is I always thought it'd be kind of cool. And, and maybe it's not for A3. Maybe it'd be like for you to start with, uh, you know, when they did start this or even just, you know, any set. But like, I always thought it'd be cool to have like, for example, uh, a 1987 Tops factory set, but the cards are removed and all 792 are Jose Canseco, you know? Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. I don't know why I, you know, it's kind of a weird thing, but, but dude, you're so close with the Boggses and that's like A3 tops. That's a, that's a pretty decent card. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It is. And, uh, I've always, I wanted to ask, uh, 
weighed this as well. Because I remember as a young kid uh, reading somewhere. I know I don't. I know I'm not making this up, but I want to say I read somewhere that he was interviewed, and he had admitted at one time that he had over a thousand of his own '83 Tops rookie cards. So I've always thought, like, if I can get to a thousand. And I can brag to Wade. I'm like, ha ha, I got as many as you do. <laughs> okay, so so Wade Boggs, so we've got a question for you. We know you're going to be listening to this. You love Richard. So the question is, uh, is is what he re, he's remembering, is that true? Do you have a thousand or did you have a thousand of your rookie cards? Let us know. Um, so hopefully we'll get an answer for you. That has been a question that's been in my head for the last, I don't know, 30 years, and I hope that I'm not wrong, but I'm pretty sure I read that somewhere. It probably was like a Beckett magazine or something, but uh, but anyway. <laughs> Dude, so no, like I, I get, I, I'm completely tracking with you because like there's some memories I have that I think are memories, but I'm not sure, and I, I do remember this. I actually just talked about this in a podcast a few, a few nights ago. Uh, is Canseco uh, had like this exclusive license with Pepsi, like you remember in the '90s, Pepsi was huge. They had Michael Jackson. Oh, yeah. They had Canseco. Yep. They had like the big guys. And so, mm-hmm. uh, this is like right after this is 1989, I believe. But uh, they had a commercial of Canseco. He's doing his thing in his uh, in, in his uh, unbranded uh, jersey and everything for Pepsi and everything. And it's like, hey, congratulations, Jose Canseco, on your season. What what are the odds of you going 40-40 again in '89? And Canseco goes, I don't know. 50 50 and and like as a collector and a fan like oh my gosh he's gonna try to hit 50 home runs and steal 50 bases and dude i am telling you i have tried my hardest to find that commercial anywhere i can't so i, I know, not, even, not even on youtube huh? wow dude yeah not even on youtube so like i, I i'm like 100 percent sure i didn't i didn't dream it up if i did like, yeah right if I did, like, I should be in the making commercials because that's freaking genius, you know. But, uh, <laughs> right. well, but uh, well, let me ask, let me ask you this: When you were with uh, Jose, did you think to think, or did you think to ask that question? Do you remember? Oh my gosh, I, I don't think I was. <laughs> I don't think my brain was with me at that point. I was I out know, of my right? mind. You, you were probably like, yeah. <laughs> oh. I can only imagine. I can only imagine. It's like I'm, I'm thinking yep. about. I'm thinking about you with the. Uh, with Wade in the tavern and the tavern and, and Boggs leaving. And Dude, I'm telling I'm telling you, I it's, even though now my goal is I want Wade to come here and visit the tavern, there's part of me that doesn't want him to because I'm just gonna be like Chris Farley as like you know, like any interviews of um Yeah, you remember in eighty seven <laughs> when you had twenty four home runs? Yeah, that was cool. You know? Right? What what a what am I gonna say to this kid? What am I gonna ask him? I'm, I'm just gonna sit here like just drooling like yeah, I got Wade Boggs here in my house, you know? <laughs> Oh, dude. So I'm telling you, like we, I remember us, uh, getting back in our car after we leave Jose's house and me just like, I feel like I'm floating. I think we went to, uh, some store afterwards and I don't think I blinked. Like I, it just felt like I was floating the whole time. Like I just, uh, and people were probably like, what is wrong I'll with bet. that guy? But, um, right, you probably had, you probably, you probably had a smile on your face and just couldn't be wiped off for like a week. No, no. So like my friend Blake, he asks me, he's like, okay. I've got a question for you. Everyone wants to know, did you use his bathroom? I was like, no. And he goes, dude, that's a freebie. Why didn't you do it? I was like, I was like oh, man. I, I mean, okay, so I probably peed my pants and didn't know it anyways as it is uh, because I was there because I was so excited. But, um, but yeah, it's just like your brain is gone at that point. Right? You just don't know. And uh, <laughs> so it's kind of it's a fun thing. But, yeah, so if I had to do it over again, I would probably ask. I'd probably have, like, a list of questions better than I did before because 
when I first did it, it was really kind of more of a um, more of a mission to have him sign things and and wear things and all that. So, so yeah, that might be a good thing for you to do is to start, you know, because <laughs> no doubt he's got to be there at some point. Like, I don't see how I, he I can't so. be. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> so start working on those questions, you know. But um, so I've got another question here for you also. Um, sure. Yeah, yeah. So, hi, how are you doing? Um, so uh, the question I have. Okay, so this is probably going to sound really weird to people that are listening uh, because you probably heard us getting cut off. Uh, I am an absolute rookie when it comes to doing this sort of thing. Apparently, it only allows me to uh, record an hour at a time. So um, I guess uh, Richard and I are going to try to wrap up a little bit here. We're also going to try to remember on the fly what nine minutes we've lost here. <laughs> so, so, so Richard, what do you think we were, we left off at? Like, like what are some interesting things that we talked about the last 10 minutes or so, uh, you know, that, that we might want to kind of reiterate for folks when this is actually recording for everybody to listen to. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Well, so the last thing we were talking about was, um, uh, how, uh, as far as like having the collecting, having to be having to get every single card that has come out at this point in time. I don't feel that that urge that need to, because I feel like I've already, no, I, I, I'm never going to settle. I'm only going to collect. But uh, the fact that, you know, I've gotten Mr. Boggs actually recognized my collection. He, uh, you know, he knows who I am by name, by face, knows my son. Um, yeah, I don't feel that uh, I feel like I've reached the pinnacle of super collector. And then, I was telling you about um, the national. Excuse me, the national this past year. I had sent a uh, private message to Mr. Boggs, just kind of wishing him a happy Fourth um, of July, and he wished me one back. And he told me, "Yeah, I'll see you in August at the national. Oh by oh by the by, you know, I've got something for you." And I just remember, like looking at, looking at looking at that last sentence, like you've got something for me. Like, whoa, wait, what does that mean? You know? So um, you're like, they so could be toenails, like, and I'd be happy, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm like, oh, you know, I am missing a, a set of his uh, Tampa Devil Rays shower shoes. I need to, make, I gotta, I gotta <laughs> complete the trifecta. So how about that? You know? <laughs> how funny. So yeah, you know, so yeah, so the morning of the, you know, the national, uh, John and I are there. We did our photo op with Wade, and uh, you know, he sees me. And he goes, "Hey, Rich." He goes, and he's kind of like, he's messing around with me. He's like, "Hey, I got something for you. You're gonna love it." I'm like, "Whoa!" I'm like, "Oh, this, I can't, this can't be happening." You know. So, um, so when I came up to the table. For the signing, he, uh, as you, know, you can see the video, I put it out there on, on Facebook. He goes, hey, I got something for you, Rich. I'm like, whoa. So he pulls out this jersey. It's his uh, 2018 Celebrity Field of Dreams softball jersey that he wore. And uh, he signed it um, on the number here, 2 Richard. I'm looking at it right now. It's 2 Richard, my number one collector, Wade Boggs, HOF 05. But the fact that the jersey, just him handing me the jersey, I, I, I could have just like left and been so happy right then and there. But his agent who was sitting next to him says, where do you want an assignment? So oh. I got him to sign it. So I was like, well, this is way, way too cool. So, uh, so yeah, he's been, he's been really, really good to me uh, as far as, uh, you know, fan and collector. That is awesome. So in, in, in case uh, um, our audience didn't hear this part, uh, the question I had is kind of how do you, uh, as, as a super collector, you're kind of torn into two worlds. So one side is like, uh, I want to feel contentment with what I have and feel uh, excitement and joy uh, every time that I uh, can see what I actually have in my collection. But the other side is like, I've got to get more. I've got to get more. And so what Richard was answering with was basically, 
that that he had uh, he had reached basically what he feels like to be the pinnacle of uh, of super collectordom. And uh, man, I'd agree with you. Like you're shoot, you know your your favorite player. Uh, he knows you. He knows your son. He's given you things. And uh, like if if he were to ever make it down to the Bogs Tavern, you know that's great. But like man. I feel like I need to kind of take back a little bit of uh, what I said early on when we first started talking. Like, oh, it's probably the ultimate goal. No, I mean, I think I think your ultimate goal is in the mirror. You know, in the rearview mirror. I think you've uh, I think you've done. It. I think you've been to the top of the mountain, and uh, it's all gravy exactly. from here. So exactly. That's what. That's why I said earlier. I don't. I don't know if this. Uh, if this is going to make it. The uh, we talked about this before the cutoff, but the fact that I'm. You know, I'm okay with it. You know, obviously, I would love to have this box here. You know, and check the place out. But if he never makes it here, that's okay. I can live with that. You know, no big deal. Um, I, I feel complacent with where I've gotten to this point already, so I'm good. But uh, there is uh, so um, a couple of guys have actually messaged me through Twitter who have said, "Hey, I, I just saw Wade at a, at a card show. Uh, I asked him if he's ever seen your, you know, your stuff, or what does he think about your stuff? You know, and, and, and Wade said, oh, it's really cool. It's on my bucket list of things to do.' Oh, like, so, he, so you know, Again, I want to. I want to please. I want. I don't want to put words in his, you know, this guy's mouth or Wade's mouth. But I'm pretty sure that's kind of what, or at least that's what I read into it. Like, eh, Wade, this is, you know, getting here is on his bucket list. Now, whether that's true or not, we'll see. But um, <laughs> so, like said, so you're like, happen, no big deal. Yeah. So, so you're like Wade. Yeah. If this truly is on your bucket list, I have got you covered. <laughs> your airline tickets, <laughs> I, like your hotel, everything. Just let me know. Yep. I will be here yep. for you. So yeah, <laughs> that's excellent, man. I love it. Um, like seriously, what can you like? You can't do any more than that. So uh, I, I also want to kind of touch a little bit on this for everybody else that's listening, uh, particularly the super collectors and the aspiring super collectors. I know that there are some folks out there that probably err more on the side of uh, not fully appreciating what they have and really kind of spending more energy on wanting to get more and more and more. And so, uh, you know, I'd like to kind of um, say to everybody out there that, you know, truly most people are not going to be able to meet their, their, their heroes, the, the object of their affection. You know, it's, it just doesn't work that way. And that's fine. It's okay. You can still uh, reach complete happiness and contentment without doing that. Um, so it's just a matter of, I think, really trying to pull back and, and really kind of start to feel uh, thankful for what you have. And, uh, you know, Richard, it sounds like that you've, you've been there and you, you're, you're exactly there right now of just being thankful for what you have and being happy that you have like the coolest thing ever over there in the Boggs Tavern and, you know, a relationship with them and all that. That's, uh, that's really neat. Um, I just, I, I love that. I love the story that you have here, man. <laughs> well, I appreciate that, man. <laughs> so, um, so I guess we'll we'll go ahead and wrap up. I suppose I, uh, um, I literally could probably talk to you for a couple more hours about uh, just super collectorism, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but <laughs> but what I'd like to do is is, is really kind of um, I want to ask you to take the wheel here for a second. If you can think of anything that you could talk about that might entertain or excite the the listening audience, or anything you want to say. Anything that I want to say. Um, no pressure. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Like, wait, what does he want? What does he want here? Um, I just really appreciate the uh, the opportunity to talk with you, um, and uh, would love to hear from other super collectors or people who are 
thinking about getting into this uh, arena of collecting because it, it is like uh, like you alluded to in a couple of your uh, status posts and in your book, it is time consuming. You've got to uh, beware of the pitfalls. It can cost a lot of money. It can cause some angst between uh, you, you and your loved ones. Um, my wife is tolerant to, uh, to a point, but she's had some reservations about you know, the uh, – the future of this basement, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just you know, just uh, collect within your means, but do it because you love it, and uh, don't uh, don't go into it thinking that you're going to turn a profit later on. Because I honestly, uh, I'm never going to sell any of this stuff unless something dire with a family member happens. Then yes, I'll I'll let go. I'll sell stuff. But uh, my son already knows that you know he's inheriting all this stuff uh, uh, as long as I you know. You know, in a few years, you know, a few dozen years, uh, he'll get all this stuff after I've gone. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. Um, trying to think of what else I can say. Mm, yeah. No, I just enjoy. Enjoy the hobby because uh, you could be spending your money on other things that are uh, you know, not as, um, as fun or whatever or as uh, rewarding, I should say. Yeah, and, and I, I love that thing that you mentioned earlier. That you know you don't go for everything like 20, 2019 triple threads dropped recently. You don't have to have every card there. You actually go more for uh, for more of the oddball thing. So so everybody listening out there, um, if you're aspiring to be a super collector or just a, you know any type of collector of anything really, uh, you know I, I would kind of recommend not trying to go for everything because it'll drain your finances super fast. Yeah, you can't you can't do it. You can't do it because you're, if you if you try, you're basically at the mercy of the card companies and what they print out. Um, so, you never want to be in a situation where you feel like this hobby is a treadmill um, and you can't get off of it. So, um, you know, Richard has, has kind of found his niche in what he wants to do with the oddball stuff, and and look, you know, he's got like the eyes of the world on him, and he doesn't even have to worry about every single baseball card. So, you know, I, I think that's that's a testament to. Uh, you know, kind of you doing it right, you know, because guess what? I mean, shoot, the cardboard, those little two and a half inch by three and a half inch cards, like for me, you know, they, they call it cardboard crack for a reason. You know, I mean, it's a, it's, it's something that like I've always loved. I, I never really got into the, um, too heavy into the oddball items, but, um, but man, those cards though, oh, if, uh, I know, oh, I've seen yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, I, I tried to leave. I tried to leave collecting at Seiko, but guess what? Here I am. Um, you know, that, that didn't last for too long. And of course, you know, obviously a massive difference from me being a super collector to what I'm doing now. But um, but it's like the, the amount of love uh, that I have for it is the same, if not more. It's just my my habits of collecting have changed drastically. Um, so, you know, if, if uh, anybody out there is like interested in, say, Don Mattingly or Fred McGriff or whatever, you know, you don't have to get like all 11 billion, uh, uh, you know, those uh, Fred McGriff 2019 triple threads or whatever and all the printing plates or whatever. You know, maybe consider just getting one that you like the most out of all of them and, you know, kind of move on. It's a lot easier that way, not as stress inducing because you don't want to put yourself in a situation where you feel like you have to have all of the one of ones. Because guess what? There's other people out there that feel like they have to have the one-of-ones. And more than likely, yeah. uh, there's going to be uh, people out there that have more money than you do, too. So, uh, you know, can can get really expensive really fast. Should aim into that. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. So, with all that said, um, I think it's probably a good ending point. Um, I, like I said, I could go for hours with you on this. But um, So, re- right. remind everybody how they can uh, follow you, get in touch with you, and, and stalk you and everything on, on social media. Right, right, right. 
uh, Facebook, um, Wade Boggs Super Collectors page, Instagram, uh, 1974 RMT, Twitter, at Boggs328, and then John and I have a Twitter page as well, it's at Boggs Fan, and uh, YouTube, uh, Chicken Man Fan is my, uh, my YouTube account, and I think it's pretty much it. Sweet, man. Hey, listen. I love this because like, uh, you know, I've been doing this podcast thing for a couple of weeks and it's literally just been me droning on and on about whatever the heck I wanted to talk about. Um, so I've enjoyed this. Like this is hands down my favorite one that I've ever put out there. Um, so, you know, I appreciate you being able to take the time for, you know, go for an hour and a half or so or whatever it is to just talk well, to me sure. on, oh, yeah. on my little nighttime walk here. So, <laughs> um, but, uh, so I want to thank you again and, uh, and everybody else out there. Thank you for listening. Um, you know, my name is Tanner. Uh, you can find me at TanmanBBFan on Twitter, uh, Facebook, Tanner Jones. Um, email TanmanBaseballFan at gmail.com and my website, TanmanBaseballFan.com. Uh, thank you again, everybody else. I uh, hope you all have a great night and uh, good talking to you, Richard. You too, Tanner. Man. I was looking forward to this. You have no idea. Man. Cool, awesome. man. Cool. Well, we'll talk to you <laughs> soon. So hang on a second. Let me, let me stop this recording and then we'll talk some more. All right, brother. We are off. So, uh, man, that was fun. That was awesome, dude. That was a, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> cool, cool. Well, listen, I'm uh, I'm gonna have to fiddle with this a little bit to make sure that all of this uh, this works. So I'll go ahead and let you go to try to you know post this. Uh, I post these things like when I'm still on my walk, like just uh, you know literally just kind of uh, doing this on my phone as I'm on my walk here. So uh, hopefully, fingers crossed, this will be uh, posted live in the next five minutes or ten minutes or so. That'll be awesome, man. That'll be awesome. I know. I already know one of my uh, Twitter followers said he wants to listen to this on his uh, drive in to work tomorrow. So yeah, I saw that. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah, right. I know, right? He's like, well, I'm definitely gonna be listening to this on my drive in. I'm like, all right. Hopefully, that's why I said I hope I don't disappoint. You know. <laughs> yeah, man. I think it's. Uh, I, I think it's gonna be at least entertaining for people to listen to, um, even if it's background music. You know, for uh, for people. But um, anyway, so. Right. Cool, man. Well, hey, listen, I'll let you go, so I'll get on this. Uh, but, man, good to finally talk to you, actually, also. Yeah, you, you too, man. This is, uh, I was looking forward to talking to you, man. This is really yeah. cool. I really appreciate the opportunity. Very cool. <laughs> Very cool. We'll have to do this again. Um, so, uh, all right, man. Well, hey, you have a good night, and we'll talk to you later. You too, Tanner. Have a good one, bud. All right, thanks. See you. Bye. <laughs>